This episode was sponsored by Quests for Authenticity, the first and only coaching program that uses D&D to help people become just as confident in real life as their characters are at the table. Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. Let's move on from there about what happens at third level and beyond. Because once okay. you hit third, you kind of it, it 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 reduces a little bit as quickly as you start to level up how much stuff you get every level. So Right, because a lot of it now is going to be coming from your monastic tradition or just in general your subclass. Right. So you get your monastic tradition. Uh, you also gain the ability to deflect missiles, um, which is a great term. Um, basically, it gives you your first like real like unique thing to do as a reaction. You can deflect or catch a missile or basically any projectile, as it were, uh, when you're hit by a ranged weapon attack. Uh, so if someone throws a spear at you, shoots a bolt, uh, a, a bolt from a crossbow, potentially even a boulder, like it just anything that's like a projectile. Um, and what you do is you can uh, reduce the damage from that attack by 1d10 plus your dex modifier plus your monk level. So here at level three, that's easily going to be 1d10 plus six. Right. So um, potentially 16 points of damage. You get to higher levels, then that could easily be 1d10 plus 25 um so um if and then if you reduce the damage all to zero because you just snatch that arrow out of the air yes. you can like spin and then launch it back at them as long as it's small enough for you to do so so the boulder thing won't work but um you can hold Cannon it in one balls, hand arrows mm -hmm. yeah exactly I mean, so, I guess if you're using bullets in your campaign if you're if that's something that you've integrated into your campaign you could even catch a bullet and throw it back at someone Absolutely. Now it does um, cost you a key point to, to, to do the return volley, but it's still an awesome thing. Um, but yeah, and it's considered a monk weapon now for, for this attack. And uh, it has a range of 20 feet and a long range of 60 feet. So that's kind of rad. Um, but uh, yeah, so then at fourth level, ability score improvement, which is really normal. Or All feet if you're doing feats. Exactly, and you should. Right. They're they're anytime fun. Anytime you can, anytime there's an ability score improvement, if your table it allows feats, you could do a feat instead. It doesn't matter what class you're running. Exactly, uh, and then they also at fourth level, which is this is a little unusual that there's something else other than the ASI, the ability score improvement, um, is slow fall. So you can use your reaction when you're falling. So that means you know on your turn, not your turn, just whenever you fall as long as you have a reaction left, to reduce falling damage you take by amount equal to five times your monk level. That's a lot. Yeah, so that's, what, 20 feet at fourth level? No, 16 feet? No, 20 feet. Yeah, 20 feet at fourth level with a max of, gosh, 100? Five times 20? Yeah, 100 feet. So, yeah, you're just, you know, your parachute pants kick off and you're ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> um uh fifth level you get the extra attack just like a fighter would uh you can attack twice uh when you whoa, use whoa, whoa, the whoa, attack whoa. action whoa whoa are we getting up to four attacks at oh, level yeah. five yeah 
without even breaking a sweat like you spend a key point five that is early on yeah four attacks oh wow and now you're doing 1d6 so uh with your unarmed uh and if back at fourth level you decide to take uh the what is it the there's a feat that lets you do 1d8 for unarmed attacks so you could just be doing 1d8 times four times I mean, what, like 12 as the bonus damage? Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. You can really just be a, a beast. And there's an additional thing at fifth level. Of course and all, and all of this has nothing to do with your subclass. You get stunning strike. So when you hit another creature with a melee weapon attack, um, you can spend a key point to attempt a stunning strike. And then they have to make a constitution save based on proficiency plus uh, wisdom uh plus uh plus eight um that's the kind of calculation for those guys um yeah because yeah. i saw that it had a, a calculation for your key save and yeah. i was wondering when just that like, would it, come in so that that's yeah. where you would use that yeah and a lot of the other subclasses have more like saves that are kind of kicking in but stunning strike is probably the most common uh where it's just it's the same calculation used for everybody eight plus proficiency plus whatever your kind of key uh essential uh, ability score um modifier is in this case wisdom mm-hmm. um so yeah um and what's interesting here is it says it has to be a melee weapon attack not unarmed oh, but okay. melee weapon so that's where somebody you have to start being a little bit more tactical about how you go mm-hmm. into combat yeah, although that is one of those things where I'm all, I would let that go. I wouldn't worry about that in my games, but, you know, that's... there. You don't have written, players like is. my players at your games. You've met my players. Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, sixth uh, level, um, your unarmed strikes count as magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance and immunity to non-magical attacks and damage. Uh, so that's kind of neat because at that level, you start hitting more and more creatures. Like jazz just... hands going on there as you're mm-hmm. doing a strike. Yeah, well, I like to think like they, they glow faintly, like Iron Fist, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, it's on now. Um, <laughs> when, you, when you start punching demons with your bare fist and it actually hurts them, you get to brag a little bit, you know? Uh, <laughs> uh, level seven, they get evasion, uh, which is kind of cool. You can see that with the rogues as well. Um, basically, when there's an area effect where you have to make a deck save, uh, to take half damage, uh, you take no damage if you succeed, and if you fail, you take half. So it kind of bumps it up one category. So you'll never take more than half damage from, say, a fireball or a breath weapon from a dragon that uses a deck save. Um, and sometimes you'll just miss it entirely, which is kind of neat. Also at seventh level, you can use your action to end an effect on yourself that's causing you to be charmed or frightened because this class is all about that, you know, knowing yourself and the inner discipline and inner peace. And so that makes a lot of sense. They can just basically shake it off. Um, I'm really fascinated here. Not a lot of classes have something every single level this far up the chain. Usually mm-hmm. you're, you'll get something and then it'll skip a level or two and you get something all the way through level seven until there's, you know, a break where you don't really get any major new features that you can use for another couple levels. That's kind of, yeah. that's kind of different than most classes. It really is um, because it feels like a lot of the fun stuff in Monk is front loaded and then it does feel like sometimes it tapers off, but that's only because all of the stuff from the first few levels, the first like tier one and tier two are still really applicable. So it's, uh, I kind of see why they did that. Um, 
So then um, you get your ASI at level eight and then unarmor movement improvement. Again, uh, this is where you'll be able to run across uh, vertical surfaces and liquids. You uh, become Dash from The Incredibles. Yeah, basically, which is, I mean, they're not wrong. That's pretty great. <laughs> um, unarmor movement. Um, uh, yeah, so level 10, purity of body. Um, you're now immune to disease and poison. Have fun with that. Because reasons you're one with the universe i don't know like it's purity of body you just don't get sick anymore you can't be poisoned it's 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 rad uh which can come in really handy um uh and for those who are wondering don't worry lycanthropy is a curse not a disease you're fine um unarmored movement yeah. again it goes up from 10 to 20 uh feet and then this is a wild one tongue of the sun and moon Starting at 13th level, you uh, learn to touch the key of other minds so you can understand all spoken languages. And any creature that can understand a language can understand what you say. You become a universal translator. If it has language, Here you can Google understand Translate. it and they can understand you. Yes. I oh, love man. that. That scares me a little bit as a DM because we've mm -hmm. had conversations about like not having planned out what the random other people that are populating your tavern are talking about and mm -hmm. just being like, they're speaking a language you don't know. And then suddenly they do know it and you you now have to come up with what language it is, what they're talking about. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh. And by the way, when we were talking before about the stunning strike, uh, they recently clarified that stunning strike does work with an unarmed strike because it is a special type of melee weapon attack. So it does work. Um, so I, I was wondering about that because I was like, I don't remember the rule. Uh, and then here is one that I love that, that oftentimes people don't realize how cool it is. At level 14, they get diamond soul, um, which sounds like a like a a shoe insert but um they they're master james bond movie diamond soul bah, bah, bah. um they gain proficiency in all their saving throws and at level 14 what what's the proficiency bonus um i think it's five at that point let's look um 15 yeah it's plus five so you just suddenly now are proficient in it's the all second of those. to the best proficiency score you can get as a monk oh yes gosh. now amazing amazing now listen to this um also whenever you make a saving throw and fail you can spend a key point and re-roll it and make and take the second result it's this close it's, to it's, a, to it's a legendary lucky. it's no it's not even that it's almost like a like a, how like legendary monsters have legendary resistance and they can just oh, use yeah. one of them and just choose to succeed on the saving throw. And so here they can just use that and just do over. And by the way, yes, halfling monks are amazing. <laughs> I played one for years. Um, now, Casey, it says here at Diamond Soul that it grants you proficiency in all saving throws. Um, isn't a death save a saving throw? No, I haven't seen it anything. That, I haven't seen anything that says it's not. I have never heard it referred to any differently than a saving throw. I don't think that that's something that D and D people have overlaid. That's nope. what it's called. 
Yep. And by the way, paladins have this cool like aura ability that lets you add um, a, a certain modifier to saving throws if you're in the aura. It That is confirmed. It absolutely works on death saves. You can cheat death if you're a monk. Mm-hmm. They're just impossible to kill. Um, and which gets us to Timeless Body at level 15, where you don't age anymore. You don't age. You don't need food and water. Mm-hmm. You can just <laughs> you can just be. You just are. You just exist. But you can still die of old age. Yes. So that must be really weird for people you know when you just like curl over dead one day and no one knows that you're six yeah, or twelve it- years old or <laughs> I don't know whatever race you are. Like, yeah, they, they look like they're in their forties for whatever race they are, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. dead, and they're like, "I was ninety-seven. Um, exactly. Or like this little young whippersnapper that's like, "Back in my day, uh, it's kind of mm-hmm. like the Umbrella Academy." Yeah, like like five. Yeah, yeah, that's what that reminds me of. Is like someone that has much more knowledge and experience in a body really that should, you would yeah. not expect. Hmm. Uh, level 18 again we haven't even gotten to the subclasses um, level 18 you can use your action spend four key points you have 18 of them now anyway it become invisible for one minute during that time you also have resistance to all damage but force damage mm-hmm. and it's not it's not magic invisibility which means it's not going to drop if you lose concentration or anything else I mean even if you take damage it doesn't say that it'll disappear you'll just take damage half damage and depending on what it is but yeah exactly and that doesn't break it and i was looking to see um that so the sage advice compendium which is different than our compendium says that the invisibility of the monk's empty body isn't ended by the monk attacking it doesn't say that it is Right, because it didn't say you cast the invisibility, the spell, invisi- cast invisibility as per the spell. It says you become invisible. Mm-hmm. So you have that condition because it's a condition, not a mm-hmm. spell. So yeah, you can run around the battlefield just wrecking a fool for invisible. an entire combat, more than likely. Mm-hmm. And you have resistance to everything, like you're a bear totem barbarian. Everyone would have disadvantage against trying to attack you because they can't see you. Right. As you run around the field. You would have an advantage on attacking everyone because uh-huh. you are invisible and they can't see you. Right. As you run around the field with your 60 feet of movement. And your four four attacks still, or are we up to five? Oh, uh, four at least, but depending on the subclass. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Also, additionally, in case it wasn't enough, you can also spend eight key points to cast cast astral projection per the spell without needing the material components, um, but you can only go by yourself. So you can Doctor Strange around. Um, And then also uh, your unarmored movement caps out at 30 feet while not wearing a shield or uh, wielding a shield or wearing armor. And then 20th level, perfect self, as if he wasn't perfect already. Uh, when you roll for initiative and you have no key points remaining, you gain four. And that's not even once per long rest. No. That's just that's just every time it happens. Yeah, when when something goes down, even you're tapped out, you can dig into like your reserves and there's always something there. Which kind of tells you how important key points are for this character. Um, and that is a level 20 ability and that rarely ever happens. But yeah, absolutely. 
So man, yeah, Ugh. yeah, and that's that is what every monk gets. Like you said, we haven't even gotten into subclasses. So if you're playing a monk, you will get all of those things we listed as you leveled up. It doesn't matter what monastic tradition you choose, which we'll go into next. Uh, yeah. You just get to be insane, and yeah, absolutely yeah. crazy. Thanks so much for watching this week, guys. This episode was brought to you by Quest for Authenticity, the first and only coaching program that uses D&D to help you become just as confident in real life as your D&D character is at the game table. If you're curious how you would measure up to your character, head over to www.questsforauthenticity.com to take a free quiz and find out. New episodes of the Compendium are published twice a week. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and follow along so that you're the first to know every time new content gets pushed out. Also, if you are enjoying this resource that Jason and I have put together and it is helping you spend less time having to learn the rules of D&D so that you can spend your free time actually getting to play, consider supporting us on Patreon. All of this work that we do comes out of pocket and out of our free times. And so Patreon is a great way to help support the costs that go into actually producing this content that we provide for you guys at no charge. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you guys next time.